have another question for you to think about this morning. Who do you really listen to? Who do you really listen to? Now think about yourself, your own life, and how you live, and who you come into contact with. The people you know, perhaps the television you watch, the famous sports stars you hear, perhaps you're a a big sports fan and you play close attention when one of your heroes is speaking on the television or the radio and explaining perhaps how they came to lose the game so narrowly on penalties or something. Or maybe it's some politician. Do you listen to the politicians and what they have to say trying to explain how good they are and how they can solve all the world's problems? Maybe you're in college and you play close heed to the lecturer because you want to get past the exam at the end of the year and get qualified or whatever. Who do you really listen to? Or is there anybody you really listen to? Maybe you don't listen to anybody. Think about that just for a moment. And then, let's bring it closer to home, to this very moment. Do you listen to the sermon, to the preacher? Do you listen to what the preacher has to say to you? Maybe you go to church regularly. Perhaps you don't go that often. I don't know. But when you do go, do you pay attention? Do you hear what he says? Or perhaps... You like to have a bit of a snooze for half an hour, a bit of a rest, maybe let the mind drift off and think about something peaceful or something exciting, what we're going to do in the garden or that holiday we've just had or something different, something more interesting than than the preaching. But I want to challenge you this morning. But the words of our text, which is found in Hebrews chapter 2 and verse 1. And in the the book of Hebrews, we find the writer explaining about the Lord Jesus. And how God hath in these last days spoken unto us by his Son. And how much greater... Than the angels is the Lord Jesus. And how much greater than Moses is the Lord Jesus. And we come to the words of our text. Hebrews chapter 2 verse 1. Therefore we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard. Lest at any time we should let them slip. This is the verse I would like us to think about this morning, to listen to and to apply to our own personal lives. This verse is very personal. You should listen to the preaching of the Word of God because of who Jesus Christ is. That's what this verse says. It starts off with the word therefore. And that word is there because of what's in chapter 1 of the epistle to the Hebrews. And what's chapter 1 all about? But it's about the Lord Jesus. It explains how great the Lord Jesus is. Who being the 
the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person and upholding all things by the word of his power. Do we grasp who the Lord Jesus really is? Do we have any comprehension of how great, how he is the greatest, how he is above all, how he holds everything together by a word? Do we have any idea at all of this? Oh, this great truth should sink into our hearts. We need to grasp it to get a clear picture, a clear understanding that it might motivate us when we come to hear the preaching of the word of God. That it might motivate us when we come to daily living in the week. Whatever we do to earn our living, to keep home, to study, whatever it is. We need to remember who the Lord Jesus is. This is so very important. There is nothing that is more important than giving heed to this. To really remembering each day who the Lord Jesus is. And whatever you're doing. The Bible is God's revelation to man. And what do we find in the Bible? In the Old Testament, we find the Messiah promised. We find the promise of the Lord Jesus. Even right back at Genesis 3.15, the seed of the woman. It was promised to come and bruise. Oh, we need to grasp the Bible is about the Lord Jesus. In the Gospels we see the Lord Jesus walking around and teaching. We see the Lord Jesus speaking to the people. We see him challenging the leaders of the nation, the Pharisees and those who would have nothing to do with the vital godliness of faith. And then we see the epistles, how the great doctrines of the faith were explained in the light of all that had happened to the Lord Jesus, in the light of the Old Testament, and that we might have greater knowledge, and that we might go on in godliness. So you should be very careful to pay attention to his word. Now think about this very carefully. If it was some great dignitary, if the Queen came this morning and was going to speak to you personally, would you think of falling asleep? Would you forget what she said? I don't think so. I think you would be quite excited. I think you would listen closely. You would try to remember. And perhaps you'd even tell everybody what she said to you. Why are we different when it comes to hearing the word of God? Why aren't we excited about it? Why don't we take a real interest in it? This is important. There's nothing more important for us to consider, to think about. Oh dear friends, if only we could grasp something of who the Lord Jesus is and what he has done. What he has done in creation. What he did in his life. 
what he did at Calvary. Consider what it cost him to leave heaven's glory and come to this earth to live amongst sinful men. Oh, we look at the world today. We look at the television news, the newspaper, whatever. What do we see? We see great evil. We see sin on every hand. We see evil men waxing worse and worse, deceived and being deceived. And the Lord Jesus, who knew no sin, came and lived amongst ordinary people, amongst sinful people. Oh, we need to grasp this, that we might take heed to the things which we have heard. And remember too that the Lord said for where two or three are gathered together in my name there am I in the midst. Oh we're met here today in the precious name of Jesus Christ. He is here with us. We need to show him reverence and respect. This is what our verse is saying. We must take the more earnest heed of the things which we have heard. And then secondly, you should give earnest heed to what you have heard. What does this mean? We have seen the importance of listening So what does earnest heed mean? Where's the difference in it? Well, as an example, an illustration, let's turn to Mark chapter 15. The 15th chapter of the Gospel of Mark and verse 11. Now this might seem a very strange example to take when we start to read it. But I want to challenge you to think about yourself. Verse 11, Mark chapter 15. But the chief priests moved the people that he should rather release Barabbas unto them. And Pilate answered and said unto them, What will ye then that I shall do unto him whom ye call the king of the Jews? And they cried out again, Crucify him. Then Pilate said unto them, Why, what evil hath he done? And they cried out the more exceedingly, Crucify him. So Pilate, willing to content the people, released Barabbas unto them, and delivered Jesus, whom he had scourged, to be crucified. Now what I want to draw your attention to is how the people heard the chief priests in verse 11 And in verse 14 we read, they cried out the more exceedingly. They cried out with such vehemence, with such, with the whole hearts, the whole beings. They threw themselves into it. Now that word exceedingly is the same 
as when we come to read, give the more earnest heed. Oh, these people here listened to the chief priests. They paid attention and it gripped their hearts and they went out and did what the chief priests said. They did it for evil. They were in the wrong. It was despicable. But let's contrast that with the people of God. What happens when we hear the word of God preached? How do we respond? Do we respond with that same exceedingness, if I can put it like that? With that same earnestness? Does it grip our hearts? Does it motivate us to go out and do God's work? Do we want to put God's word into practice in our lives? Or do we leave as if we've never been? Is coming to church and listening to the word of God being preached, is that just a sort of quiet interlude in the week? That time we set aside for the things of God, just in case, or whatever. We enjoy singing a few hymns and that sort of thing. Yes, that's okay, but actually allowing the word of God into our hearts, allowing it to affect the way we live, what we do, what we think, what we say, where we go, who we go with. Allowing it to really get an enthusiastic hold on our lives. Oh, the word of God is supposed to have an effect. And it doesn't if you won't pay attention to it. We need to take careful consideration of this. What did the Lord Jesus say? John 10, 27. My sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. If you're a child of God, if you've been saved by the blood of Christ, that will be shown in the way you live because you will hear the voice of Jesus. You will hear the word of God and you will act upon it. You will follow Jesus. That is what it means to hear the word of God. Now, think about the Lord when he was here on earth. Did he have an easy life? No. He said the Son of Man hath nowhere to lay down his head. They reviled him. They persecuted him. It was not an easy life. That is what it means to follow Jesus. It means to be willing to endure anything because of the love of Jesus Christ. Because of who he is and what he has done. That is what being a Christian is all about. Being prepared to pay whatever the price is to take up your cross and follow. That is how the Lord Jesus described the Christian faith. And where were the crowds that followed Christ in certain times? Where were they when it came to Calvary. Oh, the crowds wanted the easiness. They wanted the bread, the physical bread to fill their, their bellies. 
in the week. They wanted an easy life. But they didn't want to count the cost. And they all fell away. Are you willing to count the cost? To pay the price? To follow Jesus Christ? Because Jesus Christ is the Lord of all glory? Because he died on Calvary's cross? Because of his great love for lost sinners? This is the word of our text this morning. We ought to give the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard. They should have an effect in our lives. And then, thirdly, the danger faced by all who hear the word of God. Now this is a very solemn point. But it's one that we really do need to listen to. Let's read the text again. Therefore, we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard, lest at any time we should let them slip. Think about this. We're talking about the Word of God. We're talking about the things of Jesus Christ and how precious they should be. And think about it. How must the Lord feel when we just let them slip away? Let them pass us by so that they don't have any effect on us and the way we live? How must the Lord feel? Oh, when you're ignored, how do you feel? I want to challenge you to think about that question. How do you feel when people just ignore what you say? So how must the Lord Jesus feel if we ignore what he says, if we treat it lightly and just let it drift away, let it slip away from us? And what do you have to do to let the word of God slip away? Well, that's easy. Absolutely nothing. That's all you have to do to let the Word of God slip away. The Word of God challenges you, exhausts you, calls you to respond, to do, to believe, and to live in its light. And if you do nothing, it will just slip away. And you will drift on, carried by the currents of this world, carried by the currents of sin, away from the things of God, so that in time they will not even have any interest to you. Oh, we read broad is the road that leadeth unto destruction. It's so easy. You don't have to do anything about it. Friends, the exhortation is listen to the word of God and give the more earnest heed. Be a people who respond to it, who live it out in daily life, who hear the call of Jesus Christ 
and who respond in faith. Turning aside in repentance. Perhaps you have every intention as you, you sit and hear this word this morning. Perhaps you, you think, yes, I'm going to go out and put what the Bible says into practice. I'm going to live for Jesus Christ this coming week. I'm going to be a witness unto Jesus Christ. But the test of that will actually be when you get out of this hall into the world amongst the things of the weak. That's when we really discover if we listened to what the scripture has to say. If we listen to the things of Jesus Christ. That's the test. That's when it counts. And you need to remember, don't let it slip. As it's so easy just to become engulfed in legitimate things of this world, in your work, in whatever. Whatever you do. Perhaps in the evening you get home from work and you feel a bit tired. So you want your evening meal. And then you want to sit back and perhaps you think, well, I need to go and mow the lawn. And after that, there's that video I haven't watched yet. So I'll watch that. And by the time that's finished, you're thinking, well, it's been a hard day today. I haven't got any time left now. I'll just go to bed. And what have you missed out? You've let slip the things of God. You haven't given any thought to his word. Any time to prayer. It's so easy done. Nothing is easier. You just have to live your life. Oh, you have to be determined and take action to respond to the word of God. To give earnest heed. Remember that crowd, how they were filled with such vehemence, and how it gripped their hearts when the chief, when the priest spoke unto them. Remember that. That is something of the exceedingness we should feel when we come across the word of God. To grip our hearts. Don't let it slip away. Then perhaps, friends, you're very faithful in the church. You come regular. And you're very glad that there's people in the church who are busy doing the things of God. And you're glad to be able to put something in the offering and give them a word of encouragement now and again and say, that was a great job you did. But how do you respond? If the pastor says, will you give us a help with something? Or there's something that needs doing. Can you spare us an hour? How do you respond? Perhaps you say, well... I don't know about this week. A bit tied up this week. You meant to, but you know, you just can't fit it in. Or how about, well, you're feeling a bit of a conscience about it, so, yes, well, uh, I think I'll be able to, to, to do something, you're saying. 
You do. But all the time, what are you wishing? Oh, that you were at home mowing the lawn or watching that special program on the telly or doing anything but helping with the things of God. That isn't what the text is talking about. Giving the more earnest heed means doing it out of a willing heart. A heart that has been gripped by the truth of Jesus Christ. A heart that is filled with love for Jesus Christ. Doing it willingly. Eagerly. Think about these words. Think about yourself. Is this you? Oh, we know so little of how we should live. We so know we know so little of what the scriptures are all about. We have to be so very careful in this life. Just to finish a very solemn portion. Luke chapter 13. Luke chapter 13 and the sixth verse. He spake also this parable. A certain man had a fig tree planted in his vineyard. And he came and sought fruit thereon and found none. Think about this man and his tree. He had been expecting fruit. That's what he had the tree there for. He was looking forward to the fruit. And how disappointed he must have been when he came and saw there was none. Verse 7 then said he under the dresser of his vineyard, Behold, these three years I come seeking fruit. Three years he'd been coming on this fig tree and find none. He'd been very tolerant. But now what does he say? Cut it down. Why cumbereth it the ground? And he answering said unto him, Lord, let it alone this year also, till I dig it about it and dung it, and if it bear fruit well, and if not, then after that thou shalt cut it down. All these words were really addressed to the nation of Israel. How they'd had all the prophets down the years. How they had the Old Testament scriptures. They had had so much. And they had been permitted to go on. Though they bore no fruit. And at the end. Even yet they had another season. When the Lord Jesus came in person. And showed forth his miracles. His acts of mercy. But how did they respond? And what is that terrible warning to them? That they would be. Cut down. But doesn't that have a terrible warning to us? As we listen to the word of God. Do we give heed to it? Do we put it into practice? 
Or do we let it slip away? Fruit bearing shows whether you've given earnest heed to the word of God. Don't be someone who doesn't bear fruit. Dear friend, perhaps you're here and you don't know Jesus Christ is your saviour. There's never been that time when you have responded to the word of God. You've never felt your own sinfulness and utter worthlessness and seen how Christ Jesus paid the penalty for his people on Calvary. Oh dear friends, now is the day of salvation. Give the more earnest heed to the things which you have heard so you don't let them slip. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank Thee for Your Word today. We do pray that You would help us each one, for we are frail and weak, that You would help us to give the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard Must we let them slip? Oh, draw us closer to thyself and keep us safely. We ask this in Christ's name and for his sake. Amen.